Welcome. You are listening to the Better Together podcast with Callie and Rosario Picardo. We take on topics involving marriage, ministry, parenting, communication, relationships, and other subjects that our listeners want to hear more about. Greetings, this is Roz Picardo. And Callie Picardo. And welcome to the Better Together podcast where we dive into different topics like marriage, ministry, relationships, dating, finances, and anything else you want to talk about. Anything you want to talk about, let us know. We're always looking for more ideas. And one idea that came up from some of you all, but also is near and dear to my heart is an area I struggle with, and that's perfectionism. So we wanted to talk about how do you break free from perfection? You know, perfection is one of those things that really is hard to define. I mean, in sports, we think about it in terms of, you know, having the perfect season where a team is undefeated, or in baseball, for instance, if a pitcher throws a perfect game, they, you know, have no walks or errors and it's perfection. But what does perfection look like today? Um, you know, we know Jesus was perfect as a human being, yet without sin, even though he was tempted. But is perfection a good thing now in pursuing perfection? What does that look like? What does that mean? I think there's sides that there is good perfection and there's a healthy perfection. And as Christians, God calls us to move toward perfection. Um, but what does that look like? Because I've struggled with the opposite side of it, trying to be perfect in my own strength and struggling so much, um, you know, trying to let it go to the point that I can be free to just be me. And if I make a mistake, it's okay. Um, and, you know, that's what grace is for. Um, I was this fall kind of realizing as much as I know I need God's grace, I don't want to need God's grace. I, w- I know I needed it in the past, but I've gotten to the point in my faith where I'm like, I, I don't want to need it anymore. I want to be able to do follow God and do it perfectly. And realistically, there's grace. Like there's the beauty of God's grace is we don't have to be perfect. So uh, Matthew 548 tells us, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. And really the definition that we think in our culture is without blemish. It's, you know, without error, we think of that. But in the Greek, that word telos actually means complete, mature, lacking nothing. That's the biblical definition of perfectionism. Um, but that, you know, that we call that the doctrine of Christian perfectionism or sanctification, but that only happens according to God's grace. So it's uh, not just human act. It's really God's act working through us. It's grace. It's that unmerited favor. But I think you hit on something. The human perfection that we strive for is often in our own strength. And it honestly can become an idol. I mean, if we're, if we're trying to be perfect in our own strength, if we're so focused on perfection that we're missing God, like we've gotten off target. If we're not pursuing the one who is perfect, but pursuing perfectionism itself, we've set that up as an idol. So what are ways, I mean, you mentioned that you've encountered this 
and have battled this? What are the ways to break through perfectionism? Lots of prayer and lots of confession. Oh my goodness. Confession is such a powerful um, spiritual discipline. One that if you struggle with perfectionism, you probably don't like. I don't like acknowledging all the places I've messed up, but when I confess my sins to God and also sometimes to safe people in my life that I know I can be real with and share all my flaws and vulnerabilities with and where I'm trying to grow, but where I've messed up, um, then I can receive God's forgiveness and receive God's grace and that reminder that I am fully known and fully loved helps set me free. One of the other things that I've been focusing on is um, just the the fact that God is God's perfect love. So God, not, not me being perfect, not Callie being perfect, but God, let your perfect love flow through me. Not me in my own power, not me trying to do it right, but God, just just let your perfect love fill me up so much that it pushes everything out and that that is what overflows me so that when other people see me, they don't see me being perfect. God, they see your perfect love in me. So that confession is really, um, it's confessing that we are trying to do things on our own strength and our own power and we need God's help. So it's it's really a dependent asking to be dependent on God instead of, our own gifts, talents, and abilities. So confession is one way that we regularly practice how to break through perfectionism. I also have people in my life that help me do it. Um, one of those people is my husband, Roz. Who, oh, I know that guy. Uh, yeah, he's pretty awesome. Um, but Roz gets a lot more done by doing it doing it well, doing it mostly right, often getting content out, but then having someone else edit it to make it stronger. But he doesn't worry. You don't, you don't get paralyzed by having it 100% perfect. Um, I've learned just in work and my role doing fundraising um, and doing communications with that. I am much better off getting out something that is 99% right, but timely then continuing to refine it, try to make it perfect, trying to get it even better. And then all of a sudden it's too late or I could have been doing 10 other things that would have been much more protect, productive with my time than trying to make something perfect. Also relying on others too. You know, you might have an area that you're strong in, um, but others that you're not as strong in. So who are those people you can partner with? to get incredible stuff done, but where you don't have to do everything perfect, but because we are part of the body of Christ, we can partner with other people to do things better. So, you know, at work, I have an incredible uh, colleague named Rachel and Rachel has this gift of editing. So I can write something and send it to Rachel and she will make it sound so much better. Um, I also have an incredible colleague named Mandy and she is um, great at data and systems and figuring out ways to organize things. And I can do that stuff, but I can also say, Mandy, can you help me do this? You know, rather than trying to do it all myself, asking for help and letting others help me, um, and trusting others to help you too. If you struggle with perfection, you might have trouble letting go control and letting others help you. And so, 
Ross, something that I did, and I don't even know if you recognized me doing it, but in last fall, I was getting so overwhelmed with things and I was trying to make sure I was at every one of our kids' doctor's appointments. When realistically, Roz has been to plenty of those. When our oldest child was born, we went to both of those together. So we both got very comfortable with our pediatrician. And um, one of the kids was having a well child checkup coming up. And I felt like it was really actually healthy for me to say, hey, Roz, will you do this one on your own? Letting go of the fact that Roz might not ask every question that I wanted mm-hmm. to ask, but he was going to get most of them. And there's Google and there's a nurse's line. And realistically, Roz is an incredible dad and can handle a well child checkup. But for me, letting go of control, letting go of my need to have things done my way was actually really healthy and freeing. So another, I think, factor or way of breaking through perfectionism is adjusting expectations of yourself and others. Oftentimes we come down on other people because we have those same standards for ourselves, or we give other people grace and not give ourselves grace. So how do you adjust expectations to be able to really live into all that God wants us to be? How do you adjust expectations? That's hard. Tell me. Well, I think, it's being able to say no to people. Um, and it's not saying no to something, but it's you're saying no. So you can say yes to what's more important. Um, it's not running yourself ragged to please everyone else and to be all things to all people. So again, you're adjusting expectations. Um, it's hard to be all things. It's hard to be everywhere at the same time for everyone that needs you. So adjusting expectations is really being kind to yourself and allowing people to know that you can't do it all and that's okay. Sounds like a good opportunity for communication too. Sometimes um, adjusting those those standards means also communicating um, when you're going through something tough and you need you, your life's full and you're in a season where you'd love to help but now might not be the best time or you're, you can help, but it's going to be pushing it to be there when, or get something done when that person's asking it. And so letting folks know upfront, Hey, I've got these different things I'm working on. I'm going to try my best to get to you, but realistically, I'm probably not going to have it by this time. What would be most helpful to you? Do you, you want me to still try? Do you want part of it? I could get this to you, but not, not the whole thing, or would you rather have it next week? What, what, you know, kind of having those conversations about options. Um, at my first job out of college, I worked in investment banking and I had like 10 bosses and they all wanted something yesterday. Like when a request came in, they wanted it 10 minutes ago. And so I had to learn rather than trying to please everybody to actually say, well, Hey, I've got this I'm working on for so-and-so and and this I'm working on for so-and-so else. Can you help me? Like, where is this fall in the priority? Do you need yours earlier? You know, asking for help to manage those expectations from others can also be really powerful, especially in the workplace. If you have um, one or multiple bosses that have high expectations for you, that you are really, you're swamped and you need help. There are so many ways, um, that we battle perfectionism in our society today. Um, 
And it really, some of it has to do with personality and just the way that we're wired. Um, but again, reminding us of the biblical definition of perfectionism, it's growing in maturity. And so that means we're growing in God's love and God's grace and not being flawless, but being free from sin. And even perfectionism, I think, could be a sin when we think of the worldly definition because we're relying on ourself. And let's just throw out one other area that um, makes perfectionism even more of a challenge, and that's social media. Everyone puts their best self out there. So it can be really easy to look at and say, gosh, that person's perfect. And, oh, they just have the perfect family and the perfect job. And they, they, their skin is flawless. And, you know, they, they used a, a filter to make it look that way. But, you know, you know, you just see the best. They didn't post the picture of the bad hair day with they forgot to put makeup on and the kids spit up on their shirt. Like they just, you know, we, we have this human tendency to put our best self out there on social media. And really that push toward perfectionism can also lead toward depression, especially if you're comparing yourself to the false perfection someone else is portraying out there on social media. Um, I have found it really refreshing. I've had some friends at different points say, I'm just going to be real. Let me tell you, like, let me post a real picture. This was not a flattering one. And this is what today looks like. And it's just kind of nice sometimes to see humanity. And I know something I need to work on as well, but it's that social media plays into perfectionism. Um, So be careful if that is striving and think too, like, you know, why am I posting this? Am I posting something on social media? Cause I want others to think I look good. Think, think my life's perfect. Or is there, you know, what is my motive? So if you're suffering from perfectionism, our prayer and hope is that you can break free and that you can find that freedom that Christ wants you to have. If you have any other suggestions on topics that you want us to talk about, feel free to message us. But share this podcast with someone that might need to hear it, that might need to be impacted by it, and needs the freedom that only Jesus can bring. God's got it for you. God loves you just as you are. Be blessed. Until next time, God bless you.